Hi, I'm Derek Mears, and you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andras Jones. Radio 8 Ball, give us a shake. We're in the studio, songs we will randomly select here with the help of our friends synchronicity it's the radio Welcome back to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions. I'm your host, Andras Jones, hanging out here at Unison Studios with our musical guest, Pete Molinari. Pete Molinari. Did right I here for you. You introduced yourself. That's well, thank you. I for, did, but you, you're yeah. one of the, you get it right. You got the name, the pronunciation. Right. I like saying it. It's a fun name to say. To, just like our, well, our guest's name is even more fun. Do you want to say it? No. <laughs> I'm trying. Okay. Her name is Nicole La Liberté. Hey! I got, I got coaching in my pronunciation bravo, from bravo. Ben Nicole. Nicole, you say. Nicole La Liberté. Oh. So, Nicole La Liberté, how, uh, how do you know this, this cat, this snazzy cat? Oh, I don't know Molinaro. him at all. You don't? I you don't just showed up here? I don't know him at all. He's a great mystery. It's always the first word, isn't it? She went, oh. oh <laughs> I remember those late nights. <laughs> yeah, indeed. indeed. <laughs> cuddling on the mm, scene. So much cuddling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fill up. <laughs> it's a good job this isn't a TV program. So, yeah. uh, so yes, but uh, but seriously, you've known each other, and well, I'll, I'll I'll switch to Pete. Pete, why didn't you invite her to be a part of your sh- Nicole to be a part of your show? Oh, she's bloody wonderful, isn't but, she? But, <laughs> but no, I, she drops thieves. I'm, tr- no. I'm trying so hard to get to what, what your connection is. I, I, I met Nicole I, when, a few years ago on a. When did we meet? We met on a. We met on someone else's video oh, shoot. That's right. A friend of ours. Who is that? Yeah. A girl called Laura Burnham. Is, it, is that the way you pronounce it? Laura Burnham. But Laura Burnham. She's in a group called the Minor Birds. Oh, not so. But wait a second. Uh, well, this is actually. Wait a, a good second. Story. Wait yeah. a second. She's not, unless she's in a band with uh, Neil Young and uh, Rick James in Toronto there in the early a, 60s. That was another band called the She's not Minor in the Minor Birds. Birds. Yes, yeah, she's... They stole... A, you can't steal that name. Is it what? something other than... It is no, Minor it's Birds. it's Minor Birds. It's it like, it's like be, naming your band The Detours. Wasn't there another band before Nirvana called Nirvana? Yes. Well... Well, come on. Elvis Costello. You know, I'm say, you know that I mean, that Nirvana band didn't didn't really last. So I they there was something <laughs> there's something they shouldn't have taken I that guess. long. Yeah. I guess. But um anyway, we met on a friend's video uh shoot and mm. this particular friend said, I think you'll enjoy this young lady that's coming to this uh video shoot. 
<laughs> and the first thing I thought was, God, she looks so much like Romy Schneider. And I used to Aww. always collect pictures of Romy Schneider, for, you know, the actress, yeah. the special, lovely yeah. actress from um, Visconti movies. And, and um, You're very kind. Very I am kind. indeed. I can dish. It. I can. I can. There's plenty more where that came from. But <laughs> but anyway, we. The funny thing was, I turned. I was supposed to play the, the magician, and you. You were supposed to be my assistant. Sidekick, assistant. Magician's assistant, but but yeah. that that didn't. We. Happen. I. I didn't like the hat. So the hat suited Nicole better, as you can imagine. Which was much, because then then they could control him as the magician. Yes, she became the magician and I became the psychic and she controlled me. The psychic? She's controlled me from then on inwards. Are you saying psychic? (laughs) (laughs) No, not psychic. No, I was the assistant. Sidekick. 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 Yes. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So okay, she wielded her powers. So are you afraid? Are, when you invited her here, are you afraid that by the end of the session she's going to be the musical guest? <laughs> I think she, very much so. Yes, I think she's going to be. The, well, you're going to. She's going to do a ma- magical trick for us. Oh, am I? <laughs> so are now are you? So you were on the shoot as an actor. I was on the shoot as an actor. Yes, and you are an actor. I'm. Yes, sometimes I act. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You get this crinkled look on your. Is this, you can speak about. Everything. Wait, wait a second. It makes is, me wring my hands. Is this gonna be an? Is the, all? You're right. You're so right. All of your friends are. They these, don't want to talk about. They're, it. they're, they're humble. They're, they're talented people who are very humble. Well, they're talented people that do this. They do this thing called. Uh, <laughs> they do this thing called music and acting and uh, filmmaking, but they uh, they they have they have a, a bigger life. A bigger life. Yes. <laughs> So, uh, what is your bigger life, Nicole? <laughs> <laughs> I've built you up too maybe, much now. Maybe, uh, yeah, <laughs> please take it down. If you know, my bigger life, my bigger life. Maybe that should be my question. Okay, well then, let's not get to that quite, quite yet. Right. Yeah. So I'm just trying to get a bead on who am I? Yeah, who you are, Nicole? Other than I know less and less. Yes. The older I get, the less I know. Okay. Um. So you have a lot of unknowing to, to do, I'm sure. You seem, There's so much unknowing. Everyone it's here all unknowing. Things. Yeah, you Past are. Past is gone, the future doesn't exist, and here we are in this moment looking into each other's eyes. Yes. So you are a philosopher <laughs> and maybe a tantrist. A baby a tantrist? Maybe a tantrist. A tantrist. I mean, when you're talking about looking into each other's eyes oh. and eye-gazing, I think of oh, tantra. Oh, you're picking up on some of my history. Yeah? Are you... <laughs> Really? Are you? Have you? Have you? Uh, yeah, you get hypnotized studied, on us. Have you studied? <laughs> well, I call. I just think of tantra as body-based Buddhism. So you basically, know. Yeah. yeah. No, I did actually. Yeah. Yeah, long, long ago. Like at some workshop or uh, with a, in some sort of group or. Well, let's see. Well, to be honest, should I be honest? Be honest. All right. Well, when I was twenty-one, I went into therapy, and I, I, my, my therapist. And I had therapy for two years, and then he became my lover. <laughs> That's Tantra. Now, here's a story right, for became, Radio 8 Ball. He became my lover, and we were together for two and a half years until I woke up to the profound betrayal. Yeah. But... Um, At f- but after the being, being sort of flattered, like, I'm so good, such a good client... Yeah, I mean, it's so complex, the transference and everything. And he was, you know, touting himself as this, like, tantric doc. That's what they call them. Yeah. (laughs) I have met met these guys. I have met these guys. I believe me, I have 
Yeah. Imagine being under one of their spells. I have been with someone who was under one of their spells. It was not fun. It's not cool. I was also like, you know, as my first therapist, not cool. Not cool. Were you in any, were you in another relationship at the time? I was. <laughs> Even what? Yeah, yeah. I was. Yeah. Well, I was in another. And they're both then. listening right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then I got that guy to see the therapist. Even ah, uh, and what did? There you go. That's that's poor, the way to go. What triangulation? The, that uh, fucking a. That's, that's the, the word. <laughs> that is that is yeah. a that is a a fantastic word to describe a terrible thing. Yeah. This is oh. good. I'm, yeah. I'm enjoying this. Oh, Very I'm much. glad. Well, yeah. Look at us boys. We're like... <laughs> <laughs> the girls are like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So, and where... You don't have to say name, but where was, it, where was this? That was in New York City. In New York City. So, New York City, Tantric Doc. Oh, Did he God. know that he was a Tantric? Did you... when you yeah. When you first went to him, he said, okay... This is my practice is based in Tantra no, and no, we're no, going no. to gaze into each other's eyes and No. 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 He it was I went there to see a therapist. And then but but looking back from the moment we met it was just like Yeah. And as I developed over a couple years, it became apparent and then he started dropping a little something here or there. And um one thing led to another, and one day I went into his office and I said, I can't take it anymore, I'm in love with you. Really? <laughs> and <clears throat> he was like, well, as a matter of fact, I'm in love with you too. Cut to yeah. badness. Yeah. Bad, deep bad, but also good. That's what I hear. <laughs> I think we should have the Nicola Liberté it's, radio hour. No, of, it's um... complex. It's <laughs> no, it's complex. It and, is very complex. You know, I mean, the amount of interesting things you learn from going out with a therapist. I mean, I was 20, I must have been 22 or 23, and he was probably 58. Wow. He was, um, he was uh, basically crippled. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't know what, what do you what do you mean? What do you mean? He had um, de- degenerative disc disease in his spine, so the 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 bones were fusing, the discs the discs were melting and the bones were fusing. And um and so he was on tons of morphine. And yeah. hash. Wow. <laughs> How did you communicate? <laughs> <laughs> Body language. <laughs> no, I mean, like, but it was, you know, he was he was a very troubled and intriguing human. I'm Got sure. it. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Well, uh, like, like I said, I, I think that's <laughs> like probably, me. I think that's probably n- not as uncommon as people might think. No, not at all. And we've, it's so in keeping with a lot of the conversations that have been going on in this room. We've talk, we were talking earlier about boundary and consent conversations and that seems like a pretty massive uh boundary faux pas yeah one could say (laughs) but i did wake up and there are but there's a whole there's a whole in that world it's funny that we got here because in that world of tantra that is considered sort of a very like a natural progression like is you find you find a teacher you spend time with them the this love between teacher and student gets there and then and then you go through that process and you reject it and then you move on and in a sense sounds like from that standpoint you had the quintessential experience of that 100 percent initiation and betrayal yeah yeah 
I mean, this just goes back to the Beatles and the Maharishi. Mm-hmm. It's like it's, yeah. it's, there's a, but this guy's thir- this guy's thoroughly a Western guy who's running an Eastern trip without actually naming it as in, as that trip. No, I mean, I think I mean he didn't have a particular name for what he was doing, but he was deeply immersed in you know Zen Mountain Monastery, and he traveled and had been meditating right, for so, you know he was deep in it he wasn't just it. some like yeah. charlatan exactly he knew what he was doing got it yeah and did you find we're going to get to to your question but this is i think this is very intriguing did you find out at some point in this that there were that there had that he had many or had other people who had gone on this path or were you the one that he chose to break his vows for i'm not sure you don't know i'm not yeah. sure um that would be another question for the Pop Oracle. I, <laughs> I don't even think I need to know <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, yeah. cool. Well, thanks for sharing that story. Sure. And now let's get to your question for the Pop Oracle. Oh, God darn it. Don't we talk more? Well, yeah, we're we going to talk, talk more after. We, we, we talk more after the song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got loads to talk. Okay, we've we've question, got the beans to spill on you. I don't know about my question. I don't know if it's like a really groovy question or not. Doesn't mm-hmm. have to be groovy. It just has to be sincere. <clears throat> and personal question, or could be personal. Whatever you want to talk about or explore. All right. Well, what's up for me is that I don't know if I should enter a monastery or have a baby. That's a good question. Okay. Damn. Well, I don't know how one of my songs is going to answer that, Nicole. <laughs> but geez. Okay. Well, now to engage the pop oracle <laughs> on that question, you now get to spin the wheel of eight. Oh, I'm so excited about that. Na, 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 na. Wheel of eight. Can I do it again? Uh, I want to spin it harder. I think harder. you might need to. I think you do need to spin it again. So hold on, let me give, the, give you the music. Can segment. I do it again? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like a five-year-old. So funny, right? Cool, cool. Okay, so now to engage the pop oracle, you get to spin the wheel of eight. Na 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 wheel of eight. Okay, okay. No, 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 no. This is this is why this we means have... something. This is like Close Encounters. We're making the potato pile. Could be. Maybe it's sixty-six. No. Oh my. I'm kind of curious. Oh I would goodness. like to see that. another again, six, maybe. I'm getting out of here. <clears throat> okay, you ready? Yeah. Okay, so now, Nicole, to engage the Pop Oracle, you get to pick a card, any card. Pick a card, any card. Pick a card, any card. Pick a kick, 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 kick. Song number three. Which is the answer to your question, join a monastery or have a baby. <laughs> no ordinary girl. Oh, shit. I called it. I called it. Well, that's for sure, This is really funny because this song's about Nicole. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, if, you, if you're just right there, Nicole, that will, that will get me through this song very well.
give you All I got's a hope and prayer And I don't envy your position When you decide what's right or wrong One way wrong to superstition I never felt like I belong Sit on my own, baby And mourn my hell When I'm alone, honey I say it to But it still tore me apart Sit on my own, baby Up on a shelf When I'm alone, honey I say it to
And that was No Ordinary Girl. The answer to Nicole's question, Monastery or Momastery? No. <laughs> <laughs> well done. <laughs> so, uh, step to the mic, Nicole. Now, who, now who is singing with you? Just you get, tell, tell us every time. Tell us Again, who, we have the wonderful Margaret Perkowski and Mara Connor. And over here on the, what do you call that thing? Jimba. Yeah, Jimba. 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 I forget. So, and tell us a little bit about the background of that song. You just said before you played it that it was actually about Yeah, it's kind of where when we first met and she was like this, uh, you know, mirage of a lady. But we became very good friends and um, it was uh, just pretty much No Ordinary Girl. And she isn't No Ordinary Girl. She's not No Ordinary Girl. But it's, um, uh, the first line is, again, I think always... The first line of every song, at least I consider to write, is quite powerful, which is I, uh, tonight I would go with you, I would go with you anywhere. And I would. Uh, <laughs> likewise. So did you write right. it? You, you, you came home from being the, going from the magician to the magician's assistant and you wrote this song pretty much? Y- yeah, kind of. And then it was just, um, I don't know, it's just a bit of a weave. There's that middle section that's all a little bit psychedelic like a dream in a night and you know what is wrong is what's right there's a little bit of spirit when we first connected i think even from that first um brief uh moment on that video we were doing with someone else even though we were we were laughing and joking like we often do we also talked very much about um <coughs> you know spirituality and all that but a, Krish- lot, a lot of krishnamurti krishnamurti yeah, yeah we connected very much over krishnamurti who's a who's a Teacher, we both like. He doesn't like the word teacher much, but um, you know, yeah. philosopher, whatever you want to call him, you know, he's wonderful. You, you know, it's funny the the, yeah. the the tantric doc that I knew was the same thing. He's like, "Don't call me a teacher." I'm like, "Good, because yeah. you don't act like." Anyway, yeah, sorry, uh, but go on. So yes, I think I yeah, we connected mainly over that and our love for you know, uh, you know, love and wisdom and all that kind of stuff. And Krishnamurti is uh, was. This um, teacher, I can't think. What else could you call Christian mate? A guru. Yeah, uh, he, he didn't like that yeah, word no, at all. He didn't take any of those things. Yeah, he um, didn't really. He was just a person. Yeah. He was just a person that. Yeah. Had let go of everything. Yeah, that's the best way actually of describing him. And and uh, what I love about uh, um, is uh, other than. Other than what he talked about, he like very much laughed and giggled a lot, which is what you do. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of laughing. Yeah. And giggling. So, mm. well, Nicole, mm, yes. what did you think about that as the answer to your question? Well, it's pretty much what I expected. You expected a song about you <clears throat> to be the answer to your question? Well, just that it wouldn't, nothing can answer, nothing outside of myself can answer this question. Well, okay. Uh, yeah. You know what? Then I should let you me know. let me let me clarify what we're doing here. So uh, it's a <laughs> it's a little bit of a misnomer because no one can answer anything. There's because yeah. because it's everything's constantly changing. The answer might be one thing now and it changes. What we offer really is reflections. So Absolutely. I'm curious how this song like what. What did it make you think about the question in a new way, or did you recognize something in the song? I was like, oh, I've heard this song before, but now listening in this context, I hear hmm. something else. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that that I can get into my head about this conundrum, 
And um, the song just kind of reminded me that I can have it all. Yeah. Right? Yes. I can have it all. Yeah. And I am the monastery. You know, I am Arunachala. This is it. Right. You know, we yeah. don't need to go anywhere. So is there a particular monastery you have in mind? Um, there are a couple that I like. One is Ramana Maharshi's monastery in um, Tiruvannamalai, India. Mm-hmm. Very beautiful place. And the other one is um, Suzuki Roshi's Tassahara. It's east of Big Sur. Got it. There are so many, you know, like it's... And you think, when you say you're thinking of a Zen monastery, or is there a... Is there a... I like Zen. Yeah. Um, it's quiet. It is very quiet. But, um, yeah, I like Zen, but I, I also have a strong connection to Ramana, Ramana Maharshi, and he has a, an ashram at the base of Mount Arunachala, which is the mountain of fire. Oh, nice. Um, in India, a very powerful place. And... <clears throat> So, like you said, the, what you got is a sense of being able to get it all. I, when you asked the question, I was like, "Why is that an either-or question?" Yeah, well, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I've, I've never had a child before. Have you? No, but it seems like a pretty big deal. Well, <laughs> I my mom it had seems nine like, of them. Oh my God, <laughs> I always forget that. <laughs> I have a, I have a friend who I've talked about on the show of a uh, little bit. He's, he's an interesting character, a guy named Andy Schmushkin. What a name. Yeah. Mm. He's a... He's a cuddler. Mm. He is, yes. He is definitely a very safe, <laughs> very safe cuddler. Yeah. Um, and he, his origin story is that he was raised in a Buddhist monastery mm. in the Canadian Rockies. And his mother was, uh, was living in the monastery and being a mother. So... It's possible. It is possible. It is possible. I think that the, the, it's important to be creative in these matters, as in all things. I did notice that in the song, there's he he uses Pete uses the word baby a did few you, times. Did you use the word baby? I think so. Did you? When I'm alone, baby. Is that right? <gasps> I think so, yeah. Which maybe. is basically, again, it's when I'm alone, monastery, zen, Malone, baby. Baby. Yeah. There's yeah. A, it's, Whoa. Yeah. They're all... Whoa. There's all also the line, mourn my health, which is probably good. <laughs> I feel that too, though. Yeah. I feel that. Do you, do you... Really, I mean, that line for me was kind of like something that I was kind of... Uh, uh, well, when I met you, we, I was I was having some health problems. Oh, yeah. Of course, of course, yeah, indeed. Yeah. Do you want Do you want to say what they were? My health problems. Oh, uh, okay. Um, <laughs> um, well, my mother was diagnosed with um, stage four ovarian cancer. Uh, must have been two years ago now, yeah. and she's since passed. But when she was diagnosed, when I went home to visit her. I was so terrified of seeing her, being with her, dealing with it, everything, that um, I produced this like emotional fear reaction in my body and my joints swelled up and I got a rash and I was in terrible pain and I couldn't walk. Mm. Wow. (laughs) I remember that. Glad you got over that one. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that took a long time to get over, actually, the yeah. joint the joint thing. So is that just stress of everything? Stress. Yeah. I think stress. Build yeah. up. I mean, I had just finished playing Joan of Arc, which I'd gotten thrown into, which was extremely stressful, and then I went home to see my mom. It was kind of like the buildup of many things and no downtime. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, do that. And I should say before before we let go, is there are there things we can find you where we can see you acting? Yeah. Talk a little bit about your acting. You don't like too much, but can you? Oh, <clears throat> sure. I know. I know it's much more. I mean, um, about. well, um, I think probably the thing that I'm I'm was seen most in was uh, the recent Twin Peaks. Um, I play. Did you see that? Yeah. Okay, so I played Daria. Oh, <laughs> now, he's like, now he's got a whole different image. I played Daria. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm impressed. <laughs> <laughs> so that's very cool. How was that? working with David Lynch? That's just got to be a very spiritual experience. It was like when you said Joan of Arc. I was like, oh, that's a that's a powerful spiritual experience for an actor. And yeah, I'm sure the way Lynch makes his films is very synchronistic and intuitive. So. Yes. Yeah. Did you do you have any any particular uh, since you are open to that stuff you i imagine then that that would be that would heighten that experience is there one particular experience from that that you're like that you thought well this wouldn't happen on any other film set in a way of approach or creating a, a an intuitive flow or um i think because of the nature of the casting process um whereas we're, we don't really audition for things he just kind of decides you're this character. There's an immense trust. Mm-hmm. So you kind of go on set and he... he immense trust from him or for him? From him, for him. Yeah. The, 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 the whole, field of trust. The, yeah, the field is just like excited for anything. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's sort of stepping into this like epic cosmic playground. Yeah. Was there any Very partic- fun. Was there any one particular thing where you went into it like not knowing and something amazing happened or Oh yeah. I mean uh, I mean I was given my my um well that bedroom scene. I don't know if you remember that bedroom. <laughs> we all remember the bedrooms. <laughs> yeah. Um that uh you know I got my sides before like, you know a week before but you never know what you're going to do. And mm-hmm. you don't really know. It doesn't it's not specified like how the scene is going to be played. Mm-hmm. So I kind of got there not really knowing what I was doing at all. I just kind of gotten the words kind of implanted in my body somehow, and I, I knew I was just going to wing it. Mm-hmm. And um, and then we got there and and shot one of the wide shots, and and he just kind of came up to me really early on and just said, "Beautiful, beautiful," <laughs> and then kind of ran off back <laughs> to the camera, and which made me feel really good because I was it was my first day shooting was that epic scene and um so we shot the wide and then we went in for like the meat the like really crazy part of that scene and he brought um kyle mclaughlin and i back behind into this little bathroom that they were all holed up in you know with the monitor and everything and um and he just said all right it's got to be real and then he just used his hands in this kind of arc like up a mountain Mm -hmm. and then he intensified the hand movements like you're right here, and then he went down the mountain, and he just said, "Ready to go," and like that was like his transmission of like this is how wow. that this is this is the scene, and it was com- it was really like we didn't talk about it. <laughs> it <laughs> was amazing. Every <laughs> actor, every actor listening is like, "Please, someday I want that experience." <laughs> yeah. So fantastic. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it was yeah. really like very very special and. I love him. Well, I got to say thank you yeah. because he's one of our dream guests. And now I can, uh, well, I've been sort of in communication with this company and they've uh-huh. said, they've said, 
sounds great, but not now, several mm-hmm. times. But now I can be like, well, <laughs> it's like this. And then, <laughs> like this, and then like this. Come on, David. <laughs> well, you, you might be able to do like a Twin Peaks cast kind of thing. I would love to. You know, I was, because uh, uh, I used to be in acting class with James Marshall. Oh, yeah. So he's sure. someone I know from a long time ago. And mm-hmm. Derek Mears has been on the show. He's a big, bald guy. Oh. And he was in Twin Peaks. Right. I think about there's any other Twin Peaks people we've had, but now so that's three. Yeah, that would be you know. great, wouldn't it? Yeah, you could do a Twin Peaksy kind of show. We we have yeah. built shows around episodes around TV shows. We did a Star Trek Discovery one. We're doing one for the show Lodge Forty Nine coming mm. up in a few episodes. I don't know if you've seen that show, but it's a fantastic show. Very mm-hmm. smart, very literate, really weird sort of Big Lebowski meets uh, Freemasonry. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's really, really an interesting show. Fun. Uh, starring Wyatt Russell, Kurt and Goldie, Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn's kid. There's fun. Right. Yeah, yeah. He's got. He, cool. get, he inherited a lot of charisma. It's true. I'm not kidding. He's cool. just. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah. Well, uh, I, now I'm going to go back. Now I have to go back and watch it again. And that I'm I'm looking forward to seeing to like putting the person with the thing. So thanks for sharing that. That's a really great little insight, and you're full of great stories. My pleasure. I can see why Pete digs you. You are no ordinary girl. No, she is. No. Although I don't think I've ever met an ordinary girl, so I don't know what that would be. <laughs> All right. So. You can tell us about a few of those stories. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's everyone's unique. Everyone's yeah. unique. Yeah. I mean, there people are only ordinary if you don't. Any, anything's only ordinary if you don't know them. Indeed. Right. Yeah. So, uh, well, thank you very much, Nicole. Thank uh, you, Nicole. And thanks for listening to Radio Eight Ball. We hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. For more info about our show, visit radioeightball.com, where you'll find the Radio Eight blog, our Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio Eight Ball app that allows you to engage the pop oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you give us good reviews and ratings, that really helps get the word out. Until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio 8 Ball Show.